Shatter the stigma, mend the mind. Welcome to the live broadcast of Talk Revolution, hosted by Dr. Paul Sambataro, neurocognitive scientist, author, and retired school psychologist. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Talk Revolution. This is our 11th broadcast on BBS Radio. We are here today to discuss current topics with new perspectives based on cognitive function. To keep the fires of innovation pioneering and our shared culture of giving burning for future generations. The orientation of these discussions is to bring to light the importance of the underlying foundation to solving our most social problems, disability challenges, poverty, violence, crime, and all those society ills we rail against, but with little regard to consequence and efficacy. Happy Voting Day. Please note that this program fully supports your right and responsibility to vote as an act of free agency. I wanted to throw that in there today, free agency. Uh, quick definition, agency in sociology and philosophy is the capacity of an entity, a person, a human, or any living being in general, soul, consciousness, and religion to act in any given environment. So free agency is the ability to act on one's belief and knowledge when planning. And as a note, that's what this program, that is what Talk Revolution is bringing awareness, allowing for the understanding of how we make decisions and increasing our ability to do so with a full awareness and function, increasing our functional ability through the emotional budget program. That is what we are, our goal and our mission is to do, to increase and make available that feeling of control to go out and make those decisions based on the soundest ability that we can. Today's podcast episode is focused on the narrative development and association with cognitive functioning, the emotional budgeting process. Our discussion will center on our emotional responses. This is a call-in podcast. You may at any time feel free to call in with any questions you may have in regard to cognitive function in our program, emotional budgeting, and today's topic, the narrative development. Please call toll-free 888-627-6008 in the U.S. and in Canada or directly 323-744-4831. Today, for our podcast discussion, we will be discussing the Narrative Construct, an educational development program that is paired and supported by our upcoming Cognitive Narrative Development Workbook. And we are going to discuss today the importance of that. This program can be considered on its own or preferably completed after the Emotional Budget Workbook as it will increase the efficacy of the narrative workbook and positive outcomes. The narrative development is geared towards in this today's topic, it is okay. It's going to be towards everyone, our audience, of course, and hopefully if it includes teachers and caregivers and students, that is also uh, part of the 
importance of reaching out uh, with this narrative development in conjunction with with an explanation of how it is impacted by the cognitive function. So we'll begin today with a brief understanding of, that will include teaching, and it includes individuals, and so on. So please, uh, please give consideration that there is a lot of information in here that is specifically geared to teaching, but not necessarily if it's geared to individuals and young people uh, for their development. Teaching a cognitive narrative that is part of the workbook is a companion workbook that we introduced to the emotional with, along with the emotional workbook for youth or teachers and or teachers. This workbook that we developed is based in part on psychosocial perspectives, positive in cognitive psychology, the narrative development is to further a child, student, or youth self-identity in the face of our fragmented information-driven society. And we have discussed this in the form of stress and anxiety and structure with a lack of, in many different podcasts, under many different forms of issues. The foundation of this narrative Development comes from every child's desire and need to project themselves into the future in combination with a child's willingness to look to role models. So, during the development of a child's emotional uh, milestones, there is this projection or sense of self within that development. And in this rapidly changing environment, helping children and youth develop a structured narrative and establish groundwork for projecting themselves to others is becoming increasingly important and unfortunately competitive. Many of our children struggle emotionally, socially, and mentally. The Cognitive Narrative Development Workbook designed in tandem with the Emotional Workbook, and we have described over and over again how that impacts and is a positive support for the brain in many circumstances and issues, providing the child a tangible method for the projection and development of their life story goals and dreams. So the first workbook is in support of the mind filing the information. And this workbook, it is the actual development moving forward, taking that material and providing a structure for both the mind and the conscious and the unconscious for the student to move forward and work those data that they have already filed in their mind and brain the way we have described budgeting workbook. This gives the parent, teacher, and caretaker a way to steer the child to a positive narrative and focused insight into the child's motivation and well-being. So there is both an individual, and this is, I've referred to a student and a child in a teacher's capacity, but re- this has also been uh, positively uh, worked for adults as well. Although I do direct, and forgive me, I do, uh, my thoughts are always uh, to the student 
but it please remember that this is also uh, is adapted for adults as well as youth. So again, let me, this gives the parent, teacher, or caretaker a way to steer the child to a positive narrative and focused insight into the child's motivation and well-being. Recent research has demonstrated the increased participation in school with the encouragement of self-identification and of the importance of self-determination at play as well in the classroom. So that has been shown in research and recently uh, from several different areas, uh, examples, strong evidence to indicate that self-determination, the idea of projection, narrative development, is in conjunction with the self-determination at an early age. And I have worked with adults at an older age for similar issues in with disorders. There is an evidence that mechanical action of writing the information in a booklet form, form improves narrative structure. So this is the old idea of narrative structure, the journaling uh, and other methods, and solidifying the positive data into long-term memory. So the idea we have come to understand of journaling, uh, narrative formation through writing. This is a tool that is designed in conjunction with a completed emotional to improve the child's ability to create, project positive goals, dreams, and desires. As an example, if a child writes that they desire to be a rapper, it would be appropriate to teach the child the value of combination of learning objectives, such as math, uh, note, count, music, dance, requiring calculations, music to read notes, and learn an instrument in English for such things as iambic pentameter, this opens the door through education and active direction through door of learning. The value is associated with improving the child's self-image and sense of autonomy through supportive education. The outcome for both teacher and student is the increased motivation for students to attend to instruction both in school and at home. And this is research has proven that to be true, the case. Each page is strategically in our workbook designed to give the child step-by-step -step movement through their life from birth to current date. Parents and caregivers are encouraged to give the child positive antidotes associated with the child's developmental milestones, and, and we're referring to the youth, our youth narrative, the cognitive narrative uh, development workbook. And as well, there is an adult to utilize uh, geared towards adults. And I wanted to point that out at the beginning of this discussion so that it's clear that we do have and have formed the workbook in tandem with the emotional budget workbook because I have found it not only uh, helpful and positive outcome, but important as a, an, an important measure when there's needed additional structure for an individual who is moving not only with the reduced anxiety and stress, but is also in a particular area of needing to move on with how they're viewed by others around them.
and this I won't uh, necessarily identify those disorders in particular, but it is very uh, beneficial for certain kinds of disorders to accommodate the adult age level. This narrative development and projection takes on a new significance in our day and age great be due to greater choices, less cultural structure, and increasing complex demands of our younger uh, our youth and our younger age groups. The demands we know are coming from electronic devices from a greater and wider variety of choices. And, of course, the cultural adaptations I discussed in the previous podcast that indicated how, how our culture provide, has provided historical, historical context structure that may not be in place for those reasons at this time in the way that it used to be. So our society is more complex, uh, in some ways more competitive for those, and producing greater, in my estimation, greater and greater stress and pressure on those younger and younger. I want to just highlight some quote that I feel is relevant to our mission of Talk Revolution, to our appeal to innovation and to our sense of awareness. And this is a brief quote from Gandhi, which I thought was very appropriate. And it starts, Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits Become your value. Your value become your destiny. So as much as I would like to consider how we are moving into new and uh, uncharted territory, obviously uh, in our history we have great, in my estimation, great people who have said those things, addressing those same issues in the past, and around and around we go. Introduction today, I'd like to introduce, uh, to describe, a narrative is often described as a story compromised, comprised of a collection of events. A narrative is often described as a story comprised of a collection of events for the purpose of educational development this program defines the narrative in terms of child, student, and adult story. So, clarify, these three groups are part of the narrative development and continue to be all our lives. The narrative built around an individual's lifetime will include personal history as it is remembered and relayed orally or documented in written form. In general, narratives are constructed through the documentation of biographies and autobiographies that has drawn enough interest to be given the importance to to present the story to a larger audience. So, historically, we might think of how the Greeks 
wrote stories in regard to uh, great heroes of their time and how they've been carried through 2,000 years, 2,000, 3,000 years. That is a long time for an individual history and story and their narrative to be carried through time. That is our traditional view. But it's only one or two of those individuals. Currently, the advent of personal technology supports multiple self-described platforms to showcase our lives through the such format as Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and blog websites. So now we have the democracy of narrative writing or the narrative descriptor. So now everyone can have access to describing their lives. Individuals have begun to narrate their lives and perspectives through these non-traditional methods. So we've described historically how narrative was important to a few individuals. And now the democratization, because of the electronic ability to allow each and every individual access to their showcasing and developing their narrative. Traditionally, original narrative story of people's lives were described in the oral tradition and passed from one generation to the next. And that's what we did. And it is, I will uh, undoubtedly repeat, but the process of the negative side, in my estimation, from having observed and working with youth in the platforms of all those platforms that we described is a fragmented sense of their selves in the instant that they try to describe it. So an Instagram is exactly that. It is an instant, a moment in time. And a Facebook is a character or participation of a moment and a short period of an expression of their social links and so on. And Snapchat, it is as it sounds, quick, short, and and in some cases, like Twitter, you're, you're not allowed to be any longer than the few words that you are allowed. And you can multiply that across time, but each moment is short-lived. And so, ironically, the platforms that should be helping to develop individual narratives are, in fact, limiting. And short-circuiting their narrative, their projection of themselves. And only snippets, either misinformation or not enough information or only bits of pieces of data in what might be construed as an overall unorganized is getting through as a projection. This is the reason, one of the reasons that we designed this workbook. 
because of the fragmentation and the chaos created with the unorganized development of an individual self-identity, in my opinion, is part of the lack, the, the falling out of the structure on self-identity. And to build that back up, we are doing the same as what we did with the emotional budget, which is to put back in a structure to lower the anxiety, lower the stress, and increase the cognitive ability by helping the brain organize and file information through structured uh, neuron pathways that will develop in the process of going through the program. And in this way, the narrative is the second part of that to continue the projection of their self and the sense of value that they would like need to develop. <clears throat> the narrative construct. So in the development of the narrative development, we will describe part how this approach was developed. And it was through a narrative approach. It sounds simple, but within it is uh, several sophisticated developments uh, over through across several constructs, such as social construct theory, narrative theory, a therapy, and so on. Not of any one particular, but in the the point of development, the design of development. So in this case, the narrative construct approach based on the theoretical foundation of social construct theory and narrative therapy as it applies to educational development. So it is not a therapy program, not a therapeutic program. It is based on those understanding of how and why these things work. The divergence of this program from therapy and theoretical foundation stated by the goals, mission, and implementation with implications for the narrative approach. So it is diverged from those, but it is based on those constructs. The goals of this approach is the engagement of the participants with the description and presentation of their lives that highlights their past and current behaviors. And in guided by parents or guided by um, educators or someone who is uh, able to work in conjunction with youth to provide insight for the development of a student's future behaviors. So we have discussed the importance that cognitive function, behavior follows cognitive function much easier than cognitive functioning and cognitive abilities following behavior, uh, which is discipline. So it's much easier to provide support. And in doing so, now, as a student is developing or a young person is developing or even as an adult would like to develop, then it is important to provide a structure for which they can take the information and project it rather than having the anxiety of wanting to know how they are seen. So it's a different 
strategy. The outcome of narrative approach should incorporate strategies to identify past, current, and future positive events organized to reflect and internalize an outward positive perspective of their lives as it might be retold in a story, written or otherwise. So story cohesion is vital to successful storytelling with guidance to support consistency and present a strong central narrative theme that allows avenues of social access from family, friends, and teachers. So we'll take an extreme case such as uh, someone who is a gang member. Obviously, that individual who is a gang member at whatever age made the decision based on their idea of a support system and reflecting on who they want to be. So if they are thought to be strong or important, this is supported by the relationship they have within that gang. So if we want to change or prevent this sort of narrative development of this young person or older into this type of event, then we need to understand how the cognitive function works and be there to help guide this narrative direction, this narrative development. Because it is not the fact that it is a gang member there. It's the fact that it's there supporting their ideas. And if they wanted to be a doctor and they were not supported in that idea or they were not able to think of how they could project that idea to others, then they are vulnerable. They are a vulnerable population. They are a vulnerable individual. And they will end up in a gang if that is what is there for them. This is why the guidance of a narrative approach is so vital to prevention of violence, prevention of bad social decision-making choices for younger people and older people. Storytelling can be a powerful tool to help develop. And if we're not guiding, who is? Because this is a natural development in all children. Storytelling can uh, be a powerful tool to help develop identity, self-advocacy strategies, engagement, motivational support, self-monitoring strategies, and self-awareness. These are all the things that we deem as important in society. And yet, we have only given this hodgepodge of platforms without direction. Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, and young people are using them as well as adults. Without the understanding or help needed to understand that they are forming narrative story in bits and pieces and reflecting on their own values. In a way, it is as Gandhi quote, beginning we talked about, mentions. And these are the habits we are developing through these short-term abilities for fragmented ideas about ourselves and how we see others. 
narrative methods. The narrative application methods build on social interaction between people through languages we construct with the world around us. Therefore, the narratives that people can tell, people tell can become particularly interesting within the aim to show how people perceive the world. The method employed for educational development will be the story development process. So we have referred to education here quite a few times and will continue to do so, but there are the main elements applied to adults who are also seeking to develop a much broader and fuller narrative of themselves to reflect how they want to project rather than how they are perceived. So the difference, again, I want to emphasize is the projection of what they want to project versus rather than how they are perceived. And this is the development. This is the prevention of violence when we are able to help an individual with their narrative story in a way that is positive rather than one that is negative and can seemingly end up in a senseless act of violence. Story development for the educational process will utilize the following categories across the landscape of identity, evoking a narrative of widening circles, interaction, contributing to multi-voice sense of identity, developing a sense of identity awareness, as well as empowerment of choice by prioritizing social relationships with purposes, engagement, with significant relationship figures. And the emotional budget has laid the groundwork if it is completed first, because that is exactly the purpose, is to lay foundational work with relationships and the brain unconsciously will provide that filing system to allow for the calm and problem-solving decision-making for emotional processing. So we have discussed how it lowers or provides that instrument to process emotions and as a result allows for the increased ability to make faster and better social decision. The development of core identity structures may involve principles uh, and commitments, hopes and dreams, values and beliefs, purposes and intentions, qualities and characteristics, learning and realization. Description of identity can begin with through the eyes of the beholder, the remembering of conversation as the first set of inquiry, recounting the figure's contribution to person's life, person's identity through the eyes of the figure. The second set of inquiry, person's contribution to the figure's life, implications and contribution to the And that was uh, repeated there. Within the framework of landscape and action, through details and circumstance, to include what, where, when, and how. So this is the formation of the narrative, the overall narrative framework, has the added benefit of allowing the development of problem-solving strategies through the identification and focus of internalized and externalized feelings that can be traced through relationship dissonance, the difference between perception of self and perception of others. This is part of how the narrative in the development 
increases the strength of the problem-solving strategies for emotional resolution of relationship issues or relationship uh, understanding between family members, between friends, and between uh, people who are intimate. This is an important step to provide increased stability or social socialization between and the interaction between people. So common, the narrative worksheet, worksheet includes the storytelling with the narrative worksheet can be examined through the following inquiry guidelines, identifying self and relationships, identification of who is the audience, uh, sounds a lot like marketing, and it, but it's not. This is a development of the individual who wishes, who understands who they want to be, as well as where they have come from. And by understanding and by the brain's understanding of that, then we have, we, the brain will decrease or eliminate any of the dissonance between what is considered real reality and what is considered determination. And uh, one of those we can, if we want to have an example of that, uh, there are many old movies who described uh, just such dissonance in how one is our dreams versus the reality which we live in. But that does not mean that we cannot move forward through determination and understanding of what we want to project. So additional identity inquiries might be, what made you decide to do what you do? What do you give back to charity, community, and the environment? What do you give to your clients that improves their quality of life? How do you want to be perceived by your audience? What are your most important values? What are you most passionate about? So in the action of reflection, we are taking positive steps through this development to engage those around us through how we want to be seen. And by doing so, we have ironically been less intrinsically less narcissistic about within within our own interests and have developed who we want to project to. Active engagement. The engagement of story, promoting positive attributes, outlining positive support from significant figures in participants' lives. Again, we mentioned story cohesion, which... As of now, with multiple platforms, the digital age has provided these multiple digital platforms in which to disperse our identity like snowflakes. Most platforms limit time, content, and space, leaving only incohesive bits of self in the Internet universe. And uh, we had mentioned Twitter. It is important to provide a careful review of content intention and presentation awareness 
that can be stitched together, providing a positive self-reinforcing mechanism as an educational development guide. That is our intention in today's current environment where bits and pieces of ourselves are not are, are spread as sand on a beach instead of forming a cohesive thought or projection. Value, self-worth, the development of self-worth, providing value and inclusion awareness, both by regulating inclusion and prioritizing relationship building strategies through the narrative construct. So it is through the ability to make those important social decisions that are healthy and positive that not only adds to the value of how we view ourselves, but also helps us with future problem-solving strategies and abilities. Goal-setting, visualization, preparedness for determining future groundwork to realize dreams and wishes. And we hear, of course, athletes or famous people who have do this, who have done this and made it, but those are individuals. And here, the democratization of everyone being able to build a narrative that is projected for themselves is important, in my estimation, for the individual health, the health of all individuals, that this is a, be as real to every individual as it is for those who have made it in the lottery of success that we consider for Hollywood or politics or business, but that everyone, every individual, have access and be able to have that understanding that they, too, can prepare, determine their future groundwork to realize their dreams and their wishes. Development of realization for foundational preparedness to progress across time to set ideals and situations for every individual, including those who have disabilities. There should, there should be just as equal an access to the realization of their dreams and wishes as every other individual. Unlike a traditional story with a beginning, middle, and end, a life's narrative keeps on going, but we are never done in an adult who wishes to reset or understand the projection of themselves to alleviate the sense of anxiety and stress of being perceived by others. It should be organic and continuous. It should allow audience participation and encourage them to share across platforms and invite others to play a part in this their story or the student's story to carry the educational development momentum forward. We have talked a lot in regards to the narrative development in many different ways and forms. So bear with me. We have discussed it in terms of education, somewhat of adults, and we have a ways left to describe teaching strategies. So we're going to discuss, as a parent, these are the same available strategies as a teacher in for youth and likely because they there is a greater 
difference between developmental needs between children, students, and youth than there is for adults. So bear with us. And understanding this is for those with the education and parental uh, development desires. The difference between simply writing a narrative in our program is the development of the experience of projecting one's narrative through narrative development of value of self, development of practical pathways to strategizing narrative results. We emphasize results, not simply development. There are results and should be expected. Here's an example of a narrative. Through simple writing associated uh, in the sense that this is an age-oriented where if if the expectation of narrative writing that one might consider. So, for example, at age two, description, children may relate a group of unrelated ideas with topics which is frequent. Uh, example, the girl is eating cookies, the man is going, is going in the car, the baby is sleeping. These are narrative thoughts written down that are traditional. At two to three, children begin to tell a story with arbitrary links between elements such as character, setting, or topic. She has a doll. The doll is eating soup. I don't like to eat soup because it tastes yucky. Simple. Simple narrative. At age three to four, stories contain character, setting, and topics with events following a central theme. My dad went to work. Mom stayed home. A kitty cat came up. And as you can see, it continues. And here it goes to five to seven. And at that age, the stories contain a true plot, including a problem in the story, which is resolved at the end. Narrative skills are the ability to use language and tell a story. A child's narrative skills develop. They will begin to follow the rules of storytelling, such as correct sequencing of events, putting all relevant characters and establishing a plot. So this is traditional narrative development in the sense of not only their own story, but other stories as well, and not to be confused with the programs that we are discussing and projecting for sense of value. And identity. So, narrative writing for elementary kids in the program that we are emphasizing a simple way to teach students the components of narrative writing as would be the ever so popular, for example, popular nursery rhyme, and these are elementary kids. Little Miss Muffet. This simple rhyme has many of the components that students may use to help them identify each element of their own story. So this is an example of using another story to understand how they may identify and describe themselves. So Little Miss Muffet is a character. Sat on the tuffet is the setting. Eating her curds and whey, the action. Along came a spider and sat down beside her is the problem. And frighten Miss Muffet away, the solution. So it actually, uh, this little story embodies what would otherwise seem a simple uh, nursery rhyme. It's actually a problem set, the narrative, and correspondingly can be used to provide uh, children with the sense of 
how they may set the, themselves, project themselves within the setting of the action, the problem, and the solution. So characters, self-participants, the setting, the settings where the story takes place, the action can be associated by relationships such as family, friends, and activities. The problem, problem solving begins with the identification of possible sources of anxiety, stress, and goals. The object of problem identification is narrowing feelings that may result in being overwhelmed and barriers to moving forward. This, again, is why it was so important that this be a companion to the first workbook for precisely the issues of feeling overwhelmed with emotions. Solutions. The ability to solve problems as part of the first is now a more sophisticated method uh, solving format and this, but the solutions may involve students taking some time to think about how they want their story to end and multiple strategies for multiple endings associated with individual goals. And as you can see, when we it is applied to ourselves and how we think of our narrative, then we begin to see how it becomes the narrative development becomes a method and a strategy for problem solving and a way of bringing ourselves in the interaction with others, lowering our dissonance, anxiety, stress, in a more sophisticated manner, in addition to our first program, Emotional Budget Workbook. And again, we're going to go through the milestones, developmental milestones of ages, for example, kindergarten to second grade now. During the early primary years, students are just beginning to learn about writing, and the writing process, this is the best time to prime students and give them the knowledge about the elements of narrative writing. Reading both fiction and nonfiction narrative stories will help prepare them for when they are a bit older and when their writing skills are more developed. So this is, again, a little more traditional. Reading a narrative out loud can generate a class discussion, and this is, again, the educational uh, setting, but one can transfer this idea. Uh, and the importance of interaction socially. So in classes, they're able to uh, provide that interaction with others. And again, as an adult, one can discover the pathways to interact with others in a way that is, uh, increases self-value, uh, is projected in a way that generate problem-solving methods. By third and fourth grade, students have a sense of what narrative writing is about. So we have focused on narrative writing because that's typical for the development. The key to writing a great narrative at this point of their educational career is for students to keep an outline of the events of their writing piece. And so this is more technical in the ways that we do that. By fifth and sixth grade, uh, students will have a very firm grasp on writing a narrative and development, and this should be in conjunction with the understanding of the program, of how our workbook, the Cognitive Narrative Development Workbook, promotes projection of themselves in a way that develops a pathway to, for themselves, increasing their sense of value, their ability to problem-solve, and along with 
prompting and promoting positive reinforcement. So by middle school, students will be begin to think of in terms of personal narrative using outlines such as uh, what event, uh, who was with me, and so on with that. The implications. The implication of this narrative development. Research of narrative development has indicated positive outcomes across multiple settings, improving short and long-term behavior goals. So we're back to behavior. This is where function, behavior follows function. So we have, this is part of that behavior follows function development that we have added with the narrative development. Narrative development has been utilized in the following settings. Aboriginal patient families and community trauma, children and families, uh, drug abuse, schizophrenia, eating disorders, um, international environments, classroom settings. Based on all behavior has a function. This is where we are adamant. All behavior has a function, but bad behavior is often connected to seeking attention. This is an example of how all behavior has a function. Bad behavior is often connected to seeking attention, and when kids act out, they can see the results. Adults tend to be unpredictable with attention and with competition. Attention-getting strategies are usually compromised, comprised without thought of consequence and with disregard to the individual's lifetime development. So there is an action and then there is a reaction. And then uh, the thought of consequence is left out of that uh, strategy. As there is a dramatic event such as an obvious tantrum, the student has the teacher's attention. Negative attention is a powerful destructive strategy with the effect of one student can hijack the whole classroom or a parent's attention. When children or students are exhibiting bad behavior, they will often demonstrate poor self-regulation skills, have negative thinking cycles that they can't stop, have poor executive functioning, become inflexible thinkers, lose social skills like the ability to think about another person's perspective. It is this reason that kids can seem so non-empathetic when teachers ask, or parents, how do you think that made me feel? And at that moment of acting out, the student has difficulty to take the alternate, the alternative perspective, but a few hours later or the next day, he may be able to show the remorse the parent or educator wanted to see. Sound familiar? Practicing a self-described narrative can provide insight for exploring self and other perspectives with guidance from experienced teachers and counselors. And here is the crux of these programs. Anxiety is a huge behavior to learning. I have seen this person observed this over and over and over and over and to function. Huge barrier to functioning and learning and may be very difficult for parents and educators to identify. Anxiety-driven behavior can be confusing and complicated to figure out. Anxiety can adversely impact working memory, making it very difficult to recall Escalating stress and defiant behavior with children already defaulting their challenges with their immediate environment. Sound familiar? We have discussed this over and over again, 
And this is the crux of why these programs work. Children and students engaged with narrative building will be able to develop problem-solving strategies that can help to identify feelings, reconcile 360-degree perspectives, and establish short- and long-term goals. That is what we are doing. Narrative education development is a standalone program designed to provide a stable platform across multiple environments in the education, school, home, counselor setting, where it is needed. It is not intended to be considered for the therapeutic setting. As an individual story continues to evolve and grow, it is with similar expectation that this program efficacy will be monitored and developed to increase its efficacy. So we will develop this as it continues to be used in different settings. The narrative development program can be explained through cognitive functioning. Again, it is the same. We come down to the very same thing. The brain's processing ability is a finite system. When emotional information overwhelms the brain's processing ability, it competes with the ability of the individual to respond to the task demand with needed problem-solving skills. The greater the emotional distress, the greater the unorganized information becomes in the processing center of the brain, increasing the brain's distress. We have discussed the outcome of the brain's distress and the multiple pathways behavior seeks to address this feeling. Self-medication, lashing out, looking to peers for problem-solving mechanisms, such as lying, procrastination, lying, and ultimately possible sense of hopelessness and working through a problem. This is how and why not only the emotional budget workbook, but the cognitive narrative development workbook was designed in tandem to support our mind, lower the distress, to prevent the synaptic and physiological signals from being sent out, creating the havoc of maladaptive behaviors that lead to poor health, violence, in general, costing all of us trillions of dollars in needless expense of daily functional difficulties. I'm going to leave you with a few more of Gandhi's quotes. I feel they are appropriate for our discussion this evening. A man is but the product of his thoughts. What he thinks, he becomes. Another quote, and this is the last one. Man often becomes what he believes himself to be. If I keep on saying to myself that I cannot do a certain thing, It is possible that I may end by really becoming incapable of doing it. On the contrary, if I have the belief that I can do it, I surely acquire the capacity to do it, even if I may not have it at the beginning. Mahatma Gandhi. My next podcast will lead a discussion of cognitive, academic assessments with cognitive functioning, implications for the IQ, quality, qualifications for special education, and the emotional budget program. Consultations are available through my website, www.emotionalbudgeting.com, for parents, caregivers, individuals, and educators. Copies of the book are available digitally on Kindle and in paperback on Amazon.com. 
I would like to thank our producer, Doug Newsom, and our audience. Welcome to the Brain Revolution. Until next time, this is Dr. Paul Sumpataro.